Hello and a warm welcome to everyone. My name is Stephen Green and this is the English with Stephen podcast. The podcast that gives you everything you need in order to learn English in under 10 minutes. Don't forget, you can find a transcript for today's episode on my site, englishwithstephen.com. Today, we are looking at a word. Not any specific word, but just a word. Have I confused you? Well, maybe if I asked a more specific question, it would help. Ready? What do you need to know about a word to truly, deeply understand it? Does that make it clearer? What I hope to do today is investigate all the different aspects of a word, what it means and how it behaves. All that after this. This is the English with Stephen podcast. All of the episodes in this podcast are designed to help you learn English as quickly and effectively as possible. The episodes are short so that you can focus all of your energies on them. They also come with a transcript to help you understand and learn new vocabulary. You can find the transcripts as well as links to my social media and all the previous podcast episodes at englishwithstephen.com. I've mentioned this podcast a few times, but here we go again. If you love your music and want to improve your English listening skills, go check it out. Hey, this is John from the Song Surfing Podcast on the Live from the Lincoln Lodge Podcast Network. On each episode of Song Surfing, I play a curated set of songs by independent artists from around the world. It's an eclectic selection by a diverse group of artists and a bunch of different genres are covered. To give you an idea of what it's like, past episodes have featured Nigerian hip-hop, folk music from the Netherlands, indie rock from Ohio, Swedish environmentalist hardcore punk, and Americana out of Nashville. So if you like exploring new music, come song surfing with me. Song surfing is available on all podcast apps as well as Spotify and Amazon. So, what is a word? Well, the first thing we need to know is its meaning. This is pretty obvious, right? The problem is that there can be many meanings for the same word. For example, if you look in a dictionary for the word dog, you will find something about a four-legged animal that is man's best friend and says woof. But dog is also used to show you're talking about the male of the species, while bitch is used to talk about females. The dogs is often used to talk about dog races. So we could say these are the different denotations of a word. Also associated with meaning, but different to denotation, is the connotation of a word. Some words have a more positive feeling associated with them, while others might be more neutral or negative. This connotation is because of social, cultural or personal experiences and beliefs. For example, I love dogs. They are great, friendly and guaranteed to brighten my day. However, if somebody says he's such a dog, it carries the connotation of ugliness or shamefulness. So, in terms of meaning, we have to think about the denotation and the connotation of a word. Something else we need to consider is the spelling of a word. If we want to read a word, 
we have to be able to recognize it. If we want to write an email or something, we need to know how to write it. So, spelling is another aspect of truly understanding a word. Next, we have the pronunciation of a word. If you don't know how to say a word, then it is next to useless. When thinking about pronunciation, we need to think not only about the individual sounds, but also where the stress comes in the word and how it might change when placed next to other words. But pronunciation is not just about speaking. It is also about listening. Being aware of how a word is pronounced is vital to understanding it. Following this, we have the grammar of a word. Now, the grammar will change depending on the word. However, it might include things like the past tense of the word if it's a verb. Can it be used in the passive? Is it commonly used in the continuous tense? If it's a noun, is it countable or uncountable? What is the plural? Are there any prepositions that need to be used with it? Similar to the grammar of a word is the word-family relationships. How can we change a word from a noun to a verb or an adjective? What prefixes and suffixes can be used to alter a word to make it positive or negative, for example? Anyone who's tried to do a Cambridge exam will know how they love testing this aspect of vocabulary knowledge. Another related aspect of truly understanding a word is how it can be used in collocations and phrases. For example, do you say create a bank account, open a bank account or start a bank account? Well, if you go into a bank and use any of those examples, you will be successful in finding a place to put your money. However, the most common phrase would be open a bank account. Why? Because open and bank account collocate with each other. In other words, you often find these words together. Not for any reason to do with meaning, but simply because we like to use them in this way. Phrasal verbs are a particular problem for many students. In fact, episode 31 of this podcast was all about how to learn phrasal verbs. While I often tell my students not to worry too much about phrasal verbs, if you truly want to know everything about a word, you need to know how it can be used in phrasal verbs. The final thing I want to mention, if you really want to understand a word, is its synonyms and antonyms. A synonym is a word that has a similar meaning, while an antonym is the opposite meaning. Synonyms are useful so that you can use alternatives instead of always using the same word. But they are also useful because there is never a true synonym. There is always a difference, even if it is only a very small difference. Understanding the differences can help you understand the essential meaning of the word you are focusing on in the first place. Right, so now we know what different aspects there are to a word, there are two obvious questions. First, do we really need to know all of this? And second, what are we supposed to do with this information? The simple answer to the first question is no. You do not need to know all of this. You can easily use words without knowing all of the possible meanings. In fact, there are many native speakers of any language who do not know all the possible meanings, collocations and phrases of a word. Also, you might know some of this stuff implicitly, but not explicitly. This means that you are able to use words in an appropriate way, implicit knowledge, 
But when someone asks you about your knowledge, you find it difficult to say why you know something. Explicit knowledge. This is okay. Implicit knowledge of a language is more important because it allows you to at least use it. As for the second question, well, there is a lot we can do with this information. Knowing what we need to know can help us to plan our learning. When we are learning a new item of vocabulary, we can ask ourselves about pronunciation, opposites, or the grammar of a word to make sure we've understood it properly. It can also help us to structure revision as we go back through previous words and think about what we don't know, and so organise what we need to find out. Finally, if you use a lexical notebook to organise your vocabulary, this kind of information can and should be added to your notebook. If you don't know what a lexical notebook is, then it is one of the best ways I have found to organise and remember vocabulary. In episode 6, I talked about why lexical notebooks are so good and how you can start one. Before I leave you for today, I'd like to remind you that there is a transcript for this podcast on my site, englishwithstephen.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N, englishwithstephen.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to speak to you again next week. English with Stephen is written, recorded, and edited by me, Stephen Green. The music you hear at the beginning and end was written and recorded by my friend and former student, Beppi. English with Stephen is recorded in Curitiba, in the south of Brazil. Remember, you can find past episodes, transcripts, social media links, and much, much more on my site, EnglishWithStephen.com. Thanks for listening and good luck with your studies.